welcome to the Jump Around with Blake Dudonis, my podcast on women's basketball. And welcome back. It's been nearly a year since we've last recorded a podcast. I don't apologize, but I missed it. COVID basketball season. It's been a wild year. As you all know, I don't need to say that to any of you, but we are back and I am so excited. Um, First up is a coach who I have wanted to talk to for a while uh, and finally connected and made it happen. It's Delaware head coach Natasha Adair. She is someone who I think story is pretty cool. Uh, A a, a journey that's that's worth hearing about uh, has been really successful, but last year took Delaware to to 24 wins, nearly made it to the WNIT championship game. Uh, And I'm just looking forward to to talking to her. I've seen her coach, I've watched her teams, and I've always been impressed. So excited to hear about her story and hear about her a little bit more. But that's enough of me talking. I'm going to stop. We're going to get her on the phone uh, and listen to her talk. But I'm excited to be back. Thank you for listening as always. And we will be right back here on The Jump Around. And welcome back to the jump around and joining me as promised, it is Delaware head coach Natasha Adair. Coach, thank you so much for taking time. Uh, I know classes start for you guys today, so uh, time out of your schedule, it's certainly appreciated. Well, Blake, anytime you can take time out to be on the jump around, you know, I I feel honored. So thank you so much for having me. Well, that is far too kind, uh, but I'm going to turn the spotlight on you. You, We're here to listen to you and uh, and learn about you. And so I just want to go back um, mm-hmm. to the beginning, right? You were you're born in Maryland. You're, I, you're uh, playing basketball. What, yeah. what is 15, 16, 17-year-old Natasha tell me her life's about to look like? <laughs> oh, I, I, God, if I only knew back then. Um, <laughs> you, you know, I will say, and I don't know if a lot of people know that, uh, know this about me, but I was a dual athlete. You know, I, I ran track as well. Um, and so I was a sprinter and, and played basketball and, and my head coach, uh, Patty Langworthy, uh, who I still talk to, 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 to this day. And, and, um, she, she came and got me literally off the, off the track and said, okay, you're six, (laughs) two, I've seen seen you triple jump. I've seen you long jump. I've seen you hurdle. I'm going to put a ball in your hands, you know, and, the rest was, was really history. I mean, she really in, invested in me on and off the court, um, you know, moments back in the day when we went outside and played on the outdoor hoops. I'm dating myself, Blake, but that's, <laughs> we, I had an outdoor hoop in the back of my yard, and, and we had a lot of Saturday, Sunday mornings out there, just her and I, and, and just really that investment. But, you know, that young, kind of scrawny, innocent, if you will, but very competitive uh, Natasha loved it. Um, and then from, from that point kind of entering into to high school, it really took off from there. Um, just had a lot of immediate success, uh, in the state of Maryland and, and highly, highly touted, highly recruited, you know, and, and, and in the DMV, you know, there's no shortage of talent, yeah. you know, that was back when, 
uh, Jamel Elliott was was a year younger <laughs> than I, and and, um, and both of us at that time were, were being recruited by by Gino, um, and you know that was just a really neat experience. That that was the year when. Uh, right when Rebecca Lobo came in as a freshman. So he was really starting to build that yeah. empire, if you will. Uh, but just being around, you know, in the DMV area, that, that basketball was was everything. And so you learned how to compete. It was almost, you, you know, that, that was survival, you know, the fittest, if you will. And, and, and then, you know, kind of transitioning, uh, Going into my my senior year, you know, USA Today Parade, preseason All-American, all of that fun stuff. Um, and I had verbaled at that time to, to, to UConn and hit a dead spot in a scrimmage at Wilson High School. I, I remember it like yesterday, tore up my knee. Mm. And when you talk about adversity and learning, right, at yeah, 17 geez. years old, like, how, what does this mean? Yeah. And... That was back when the, the technology was very different, um, you know, back in 89. You know, they looked at you and they said, well, we're not sure. You know, if you heal, are you going to be the same? You know, it was just a different, different time period. And my mom, who is the faith of, in the foundation of our family, she just will pray. She's like, you don't know God's plan, but you trust it and, and it'll all work itself out. Yeah. Now at 17, Blake, I'm yeah. like, okay, mom, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> I hear you, but right now, well, what's going on? And, you know, I told you pretty much all the other schools no, but it was this one, one school, the University of South Florida, Trudy Lacey, and, and you'll hear that name referenced a lot. You know, I ended up not signing obviously with, with UConn and I took a different path. Uh, I ended up having to go JUCO to kind of figure out if this knee was going to be good enough. Mm -hmm. And I went to Pensacola junior college and coach Vicki Carson. And, and I, I say names because these are people who have really shaped me. Yeah. And, you know, people often say, would you change? You, you know, if you could do it again, would you know? It was meant for it to happen this way for the people that I connected with. And so went to, went to PJC in, in mm -hmm. Pensacola, Florida. Now, you got a girl from D.C. going to Pensacola, Blake. That was, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I hadn't been there before. It was a little different, but the people were, were so amazing. And, and we were able, we were able to, to hang some banners there and, and do some amazing things. And, and I was able to heal. Um, and left there and Trudy Lacey, who I had told no back in high school, uh, came back around and, uh, ended up down at the university of South Florida with her. And I tell you that, that, that staff, I was Trudy Lacey, Stephanie Glantz, Helen Williams. Wow. Who, who, you know, you that's, can't, yeah, you that's can't, an all-star staff buy, right there. Right? You can't buy that rock star staff. Wow. Um, all of those people who really invest in me daily, not just then. Um, I still talk to them every day and, and they're, you know, they've been on every, every kind of journey, every step of the way with me. And, and so went down to South Florida and absolutely loved it. You know, met some of my best friends, teammates, sorority sisters, um, you know, until, until Jose, Jose got there, right. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, all of what he's done and, and been able to do, you know, um, it's, it, it was a, it's a special journey. And I, and I love telling people about it because 
when we have to adjust, when we have to shift, we don't know why. Um, and it taught me so much more about myself. It humbled me, Blake, in so many ways. Um, because coming out of high school, I, I you know, I was good. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I, and I had no problem telling anybody that, right. <laughs> but I think, you know, there, there are ways to, to humble you and, and the path that I took, uh, I'm really, really thankful for because it just helped me realize the importance of relationships, yeah. uh, the value of them and, and understanding adversity. And, 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 tr- and I'm trying to understand it at a very young age. So I think that helps me even as a coach when players are dealing with things and going through things and, and they may not know why I can let them know, Hey, you know, yeah. it might not be the same situation, but I've been there. So, um, so South Florida, um, graduated there in 94, <laughs> um, worked in, and I don't know if a lot of people know this worked in development. I, I was, um, assistant athletic director for, development for fundraising i was i I knew there was a gap between your playing career and your coaching i was curious what that was going to be yeah so i I went i was and and i didn't know if that was the path but i wanted to stay in the athletic department Mm -hmm. you know i wanted to stay in athletics and most of my friends were still playing most of my teammates because i was i was one of the older ones and so when that opportunity came about you know uh, really loved it because i loved connecting again with people majored in communication and and so I kind of used that on the golf course and, and uh, the scholarship auction was one of my, my, my uh, main responsibilities. And so that was really, really um, interesting on how, you know, we raise funds for money. And, you know, coming from just being a student athlete, you really didn't know the inner workings of the athletic department. Um, and, and so that was a, a neat experience. I got to connect with the late Leroy Selman. He, he was, um, we were starting football at the university of South Florida. Then, um, there, it was just men's and women's basketball and, you know, other Olympic sports. So no football when I played there. So imagine this, I'm dating myself. Um, and, and to be there, you know, when, when, um, in the infancy state and then also seeing it, seeing it through, you know, those are just some, just some special times and, and, you know, just special memories that, that kind of helped shape me. And then a funny story on how I got into coaching. So I'm from Maryland, came home. My cousin was playing AU at American University. So okay. I came home for, for a couple of weeks to visit. And I'm at, I'm at American, just, you know, Tasha, just hanging out and watching some ball. And I bump into Patrick Knapp. Pat Knapp was the head coach at Georgetown at the time. He recruited me out of high school. Um, obviously, I, I didn't say yes, mm. but, you know, we, we kept in touch. And he said, hey, what are you doing now? So I told him. And he said, how long are you going to be in town? And I said, probably another week. He said, you want to coach? <laughs> I said, yeah, Blake, I said, uh, okay, um, what do you have, you know? Yeah. And he said, well, swing by the office. And let's talk. Well, I, I didn't bring a suit home. <laughs> so I had, to go, I had to go to the mall and get, and get a suit, and, you know, and um, the rest is history. That's crazy. I mean, like, that's, like, true. that's like, literally, I, I wish I had something that, you know, but it was, but it speaks to relationships. Yeah, it does. That first impression, maybe even in recruiting. Right. So when we're recruiting these student yeah. athletes, you yeah. never know five, seven years down the road. Yeah. Um, 
but that was literally, he said, come by the office. And I went by the office and he said, I'm going to have a spot, you know, and I didn't even back then, you don't, it wasn't how much it wasn't, what would I be doing? It was like, I could coach here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This is the Mecca. I'm from D.C. What oh, do you mean? Like, yeah. are you kidding me? And so I I, I did. I said yes. And I, I left Tampa and came, came back. And yeah. it was different. It was restricted earnings. It was, <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out. And in between there, I will tell you, in between there, I had my son. Mm. So he's a newborn. And I'm trying to figure all this out. Um, it was good. I was home. <laughs> yes. I, you know, I needed that support <laughs> That's from my family. But 20 plus years later, yeah. like, um, I, I, I just tell people, you never know the hands you're going to shake, the people you're going to meet that are going to that that are going to help you, that are going to shape your future. And you don't even know it. Yeah. Um, and so here you go. Um, six years at Georgetown. Uh Got to coach oh so many amazing players. Uh, Rebecca Brunson, of course. You guys were loaded back then. Yeah, we were loaded. Um, Rebecca Brunson and people don't people don't know I I coach Az Fudd's mom, Katie Smarkoduff. You're right. Like it's just and and we all know how good Az is. Oh, you should have seen Katie up close, personal. but just competitors, warriors. Uh, Becky being able to go to the draft with her, first-round draft pick, um, and to sit in that room with her and, and just know um, just just know how hard she worked to get there, but then now sit back and watch her career um, and all the things that she's she's been able to do. But And also to share the hallways with the late John Thompson. Yeah. Um, to, to have those one-on-one conversations that he, we used to talk about post-play and then we, then he, he would just talk, right? You just, you just, just life lessons every day. And, and, and so to have that opportunity to be there and, and, and she would kill me if I didn't say, and to coach the great Sarah Jenkins, <laughs> <laughs> please make sure we put that on there, right? To coach the great Sarah Jenkins, no, but um, uh, to be able to have so many former players that uh, have been along, been been right by my side, but to now see them grow into just amazing, amazing coaches, people, mentors, leaders, uh, if you will, um, and then transition there to Wake Forest, two thousand four to two thousand twelve. Yeah. Um, and at that point, we we were taking over a program that that kind of needed uh, a, a little a, a little revival. I was program. gonna ask. I mean, going from that Georgetown program as it was yeah. to a Wake Forest program who's really never seen sustained success. I mean, yeah. that had to be a pretty jolting difference, right? Well, and and that was it was interesting because again, when Mike Peterson called, um, and I I did not know him previously, and. Uh, when I when I went there, just really again excited for a new opportunity, um, and and that would have been a, a promotion, if you will, mm-hmm. so a better opportunity, more responsibilities. But when we got there, the cupboard wasn't there, you know, at all. Mm. It was, I mean, there were so many talented players, a lot of them local players, but but um, it was just kind of getting them to buy into our way. Um, and Mike Peterson, if, 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 you know, you don't know him and haven't spent a lot of time with him, 
he is probably one of the, the brightest basketball minds mm. that, that I've ever been around. If he, if he coached football, he'd be an offensive coordinator. Mm. I mean, it's just good stuff. It, it really is. And um, so just really, you know, just teaching, right? We got there and we really, we really just emphasized teaching um, and then pace. He was a big pace of play type guy. And, um, and then recruiting. Um, you know, we were blessed to to hit the pavement and, and recruit some of the most talented players in the country after, you know, after a couple of years and, and, and just kind of building that program. And before uh, when we left in 2012, we were uh, until recently the winningest staff in program history. Mm. Um, and then, you know, Coach Hoover has it came in and obviously has done a phenomenal job. But um, most of the players that that I was fortunate and blessed to coach um, I now get to see them coaching, you know, yeah, one, awesome. one is alongside of me, Michaela Walker, but Asia Williams and Lakevia Boykin, who just went to Rice. Uh, I mean, just Brooke Thomas is, is still there. Wait, so just, you know, I, it's, it's like, I'm a proud mom, Camille Collier, who just got the Virginia Tech. These are all yep. my babies. Yep. Um, and to see them grow and to see them implement a lot of what they learn, but, but with, with their personal touch on it, you know, it just, I heard this phrase years ago from Kevin Sutton, who's now an assistant at Florida Gulf Coast. He talked about living trophies when we were together at Georgetown. And, um, you know, we're all chasing that ultimate trophy, Blake. But for me, the living trophies are my former players Mm. to be able to see them win, not just on the court, but in life. You know, whether it's the doctors, the lawyers, the homemakers, you know, the coaches, the pros. Um, This is... 20 plus years of really trying to invest in them and, and just seeing the reward when they win. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, once you, once you head out from Wake Forest, you, you end up Mm -hmm. getting, getting your first opportunity to lead your own program uh, at college of Charleston, which side note, great city, right? Charleston, fantastic city. Um, You're only there two years, but for you, how was that for your, your first time running a program going in there? And I, I mean, I, I I get it like that. I'm, for me, my first year, I was like, I was "What say, the hell it. is going on? <laughs> what am I doing? Do I know what I'm doing? I don't think I do." Um, right? But what was that like for you? Those first two seasons there at College of Charleston. Well, I have to credit my time with, with every coach um, that I I was under uh, as an assistant, as an associate head, because they really allowed me to grow. Um, when I was with Coach Peterson, though, he really invested in my development. You know, there were things that as an assistant coach, I mean, he, I had my own coaches show. Um, he got to, you know, I, I had experience working with the budget and, and things of that nature. Um, I was able to go on those those rotary <laughs> rotary kind of mm-hmm. uh, calls and, and meet with the donors and things of that. And, and then even when we had to have those those one-on-one conversations or, or deal with adversity, he always brought me into those meetings. Now, when I was an assistant, I wondered why. I'm like, why? You know, <laughs> I, why am I doing all of this? But then when, you, when you're sitting in that seat, as you know, um, all of that comes back. It's muscle memory. And so I was very confident sitting in that chair. I, I felt experienced, but I, I was also an assistant for 14 years. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you know, I know that so many people get the itch after, you know, it's that 75 to seven year itch, but there's so much more. And um, so I attribute all of that to being able to transition um, at the College of Charleston and 
and it was amazing. I mean, we, it was a fast track. First year we broke 22 school records and I mean, it was just unheard of stuff, but it was the people. And, and I've always been blessed to have great coaches around me, great people around me and, and just support. Um, but the players, you know, I, I like to say, and I say it here at the university of Delaware, we are player led and coach supported. Uh, we build these players up so they can have a voice. Um, so they can, you know, just be empowered and, and also invest in what they work hard for every day. So, um, I met with the, the players when I first got there and I said, okay, what do you guys want? They said, coach, we want to win. We want to be good. And I said, okay, well, you're going to have to work harder than you've ever worked before. And they said, we will. And every day it was that, right. It was yeah. celebrating the small victories, but reminding them that this is what they said they wanted. And, um, and just, I mean, just fun stuff. I mean, we, we had so many great memories, so many good wins. But you're right, the, the city, you know, it's a special, it's a unique city. The food is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. It wasn't good for my waistline, but it was great everywhere else. <laughs> Yeah, I could not live there. I could not oh, live there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it was hard. Like, people may think that was easy to leave. It was It was really hard. Um, when, I, when I returned back to Georgetown uh, as the head coach, I wrestled. You know, some people probably would have been, well, that's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. No, because I, I am more about people yep. than, than you know, name or, or you know, whatever fluff or whatever, if, if you will. It has to make sense, and it has to be good people, you know, right program, right time. All of that has to has to align. Um, and so I, I, I prayed over it, called my pastor. We, you know, we, we talked about it before. I just said yes, because the people at Charleston who I still talk to, because um, I see them now even more, um, we go out to eat, you know, we check in on each other. So a uh, really neat place. Um, then I come back, right? I come yep. back home. Yep. Um, <laughs> 2014, 2017, Georgetown. And at that time too, taking over a program that, had 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 national prominence. I mean, Terry did a phenomenal job. Um, and then they hit a, hit a little bit of a skid, right? Yeah. And so went in and, and those players, you know, were hurting. And um, so kind of like Charleston a little bit, revitalizing a program. Mm-hmm. And it was a little different from when I was there originally. Um, you know, just, you know, years later, it's just... You, it, it was different, not not in a good way or bad way, but it was just a, a, a different experience. And sure. so um, really had to be a good listener uh, about the things that, that they wanted and what they were dealing with and helping them heal. So it wasn't even about, OK, we're going to cut down the nets this year. It was how can we heal? Mm. What do we need to do? to empower, to heal, to move forward. And, and so learning about adversity as a head coach, that was a different, I, I had never really experienced something like that sitting in that seat. It's different as an assistant. Yeah. And and so really reaching out to my mentors, to a lot of people in the profession uh, to ask about it and, and making sure, you, you know, we checked off the boxes, but also making sure the players were getting what they needed and not, and not uh, getting lost in the wins and losses because mm-hmm. you, you, you have to win in turn. You have to heal internally and win internally before it will come, um, you know, to fruition. So grew there uh, in a lot of ways as a coach, as a person, uh, as a young coach, 
uh, as a leader, as a mentor, that that was probably one of the places where I, I was stretched the most, but grew the most. Mm. Um, and to see those players now flourish. Uh, I mean, in our second year, we had a rough first year, uh, but our second year, we had the third best turnaround in Division One. Yep. And then from that point, I mean, I, I'm sure, you, you know, if I kind of go back and, and again, that was another monster crew we had here in recruiting um, that, that did some amazing things and, and um, really kind of made our mark um, there. And, and really proud that whenever I've left a program, I've left it better. Yep. I think that that's always important. Yeah. Um, and then now. now now an hour an hour north right an hour north uh i'm a blue hen and and just finished year four going into year five um and we have really changed changed everything here um you know we kind of say pre pre deladon deladon area era and then post deladon so um you know to be able to talk about just her impact not just at the University of Delaware, but nationally. Um, she's a global icon, if you will. And and just to be able to to know what she's done for our program and, and then kind of carry it forward. And, and hopefully, you know, she's really proud of what we're doing and what our players are doing um, just to keep this, this Delaware name and, and Blue Hens uh, across the country excited about, about the game and excited about what we're doing. So really, I, I mean... That transition from Georgetown to Delaware, and I know some people would, would kind of say kind of why, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was just a time that, you know, I, I was it, I, the alignment of, of just some things that I was looking for um, really worked well with 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 what Chrissy Raywalk and President Asanis was 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 offering, if you will. Um, and, you know, just really, really thankful for for this opportunity and and from the time we we got here to now um it has been just forward motion you know about change and growth and i can't believe it's it's almost 25 years (laughs) um because i still get so excited about what we're doing and but it was another program that you know, just needed, needed a little, a boost. Sure. Um, so I don't know if I originally set out Blake to be that coach that kind of revitalized the program. <laughs> um, but as my, as my pastor was, the first lady said to me, you have a gift of healing. Mm. And so sometimes you don't question the call Yeah. because yeah. it's never been when I was looking for it. Um, I have been blessed to have never applied for a job. Mm-hmm. Um, they've kind of found me and, and I do not, I I say that in the most humble of ways. I I just really now, as I can see it and I'm in it, understand the purpose Mm. and is to make sure that, that these young women become rock stars and, and they, they know that whatever's in front of them, they can attain and they have to work and, and they have to pay it forward. Um, but you know, if, if that is my purpose, and I, I'm so thankful to be walking in it. Yeah. Well, I I would be remiss if I didn't if, if people don't have the context. First off, you mentioned Georgetown. Like you guys went from four wins to sixteen wins in a season, which <laughs> yes. is remarkable. Uh, and yeah. then Delaware, you guys you went to the NIT your first year. You win huh? ni- you win nineteen, sixteen, then you go twelve and seventeen, and then last uh-huh. year you guys go twenty four and five. 
and yeah. win your conference by five and a half games. And yeah. if people don't know your conference, like you got some pretty good teams, right? Like we sure do. Geez, James Madison, Drexel, Towson, like yeah. that. That's a tough league for for that big of a jump. I mean, you go from twelve wins to twenty four and five, sixteen and two in conference. Can you even like? Did you expect that? Did it just happen? Yeah. Like, walk me well, through it. I will tell you that the year we went 12 and 17 and, and no excuse, but the first, what was it? The first seven games, we didn't have, we didn't have our whole start starting lineup. You know, we, we were, we were battling some injuries. Um, and, and I will tell you if our season was not interrupted, um, cause we didn't get to play obviously in our, in our conference tournament, mm-hmm. um, due to COVID we had had, we had to win out if you will, to get a first round by, mm-hmm. We were we were hitting that we were hitting that that kind of second gear, sure. if you will, towards the end of the season. We won three in a row, and I just felt like for the first time that whole year, we we were healthy. We looked like our team. Yeah. So going into um, last season, I didn't know what the what the record was going to be, right? But I did know that we were going to be better mm-hmm. um, with the recruits that we had and just watching them work and just kind of watching them focus. And I knew it was going to be special. I really did. I just, I didn't know obviously 24 and five, but I knew that we were, we were a very talented group. Um, We were a very determined group and we were a little pissed off Mm. um, about how the season ended. And and so they were, they were just locked in. You you know, we, we, we talk about our motto actions over words, AOW. Um, which one of my seniors, Lizzie O'Leary, came up with. And it's kind of twofold. We, we want to be that in the community. We, we don't want to just talk. We want to create change. But we also want it to be that on the core. You, you know, we, we're not just going to make all that noise. We're going to show. We're going to show up every day. Um, and so yeah, <laughs> when we were in it, like I'll tell you, when we played and, and we had some interruptions and, and, and that's when we had to go, go to Pitt because the Pitt and, and St. John's weren't originally on our schedule. Mm. Um, but we had interruptions and they needed a game and we needed a game. And so we jumped on the bus and went to Pitt. And when I saw us compete there, I said, okay, <laughs> all yeah. right. You know what yeah. I mean? Okay. Um, and then, you know, and, and these are teams that you and I both know, like, these are these are tough power five opponents, if you will. And yeah. so then St. John's comes to our place. Same thing. I mean, we were down and we were we were down sixteen, fought back. And so I saw our team in two on the road, ACC opponent. Yeah. Okay, down at home, Big East opponent, and and so I'm like, all right, yeah. <laughs> right. So <laughs> each day you just you saw that confidence grow, um, and then watching us just in the conference. Um, and like you said, I mean, we are this last time I checked power. You know, and, and I had to talk to the team, you know, I said, listen, <laughs> right. We're, we're all, we're all a little pissed right now, mm-hmm. but there's still so much more basketball to play. And let, let me tell you, let me, let me read you the WNIT champions yes. over the last couple of years. I, and so we yes. did right around the circle, Blake, I, I read them, you know, and, um, you know, we're UC, UCLA was Arizona, you know, so you're, mm-hmm. and, and their eyes are like opening, like, okay. Yeah. Right? Yes. There is a direct correlation between there is. winning that and thing. So I, I said, you guys trust this process, right? That we are still playing and. And they did, right? They did, and and so once we once we 
got to Charlotte and, and started competing, it was it was fun. Like I, it, we really had fun, um, and we did some amazing things. I mean, those those wins that the Clemson, the you know, and I'm not you know trying to call any other other program no, out. No, I'm of course. just it's more it's honestly more of respect for them because mm-hmm. to be able to to play and compete and, and beat some of the best. Um, whether it be programs, coaches, coaching styles, whatever, um, I, I'm proud of our group yeah. to be able to do that. And, and, and we've earned not only respect in our conference, but it, respect nationally for that. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's an attribute to my staff, to to the players, to my administrators. Uh, we were the only team in uh, men's or women's in our conference to play all 18 conference games. Hmm. And and that was the commitment of our players. They wanted to play. They they kept themselves in a bubble. They, yep. you know, we had one scare, and they're like, "Okay, who who did?" It? <laughs> and it, it was no one. It was it was it was a negative. But um, and so going into this season with the same team, plus a couple of additions that are, that are going to be really good. Um, we just, you know, we, it's zero, zero again, though last year's over. Um, we, we trust the process and we pray for, we pray for great health and, um, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see what you guys do too. Um, yeah. I mean, WNIT semifinals, that's nothing to uh, turn your nose up at. So that's a heck of a run. Um, I, I do want to ask you too, uh, in addition mm-hmm. to all the stops we've already mentioned, uh, you've got yeah. you've got a chance to coach with Team USA um, uh, multiple yeah. times. So U18s back in 2018 and the yes. the 19s in 2019. Um, can you share a little bit just about your experience uh, oh, with Team USA? And you've obviously got to go to some pretty cool places. <laughs> yes, the Mexico, you know, Mexico City and of course uh Thailand, but um you know, just being a part of the USA basketball family. You know, I remember when I when I first got that call to be a, a court coach in in 2017 and really understanding what that meant. Um, you know, to be a, to be a part of um, the USA family, but to also just the pride in, in which when you go to Colorado and you go into that facility and, and, and you're walking amongst greatness, champions, elite, um, <laughs> you're honored, yeah. right? You're honored, but you know, you have a responsibility. There's a gold standard way. And, um, for me to be alongside of who I was to, I think are two of the best coaches out here, you know, Corey Close and Jeff Walls, right? To spend that time with them for to to learn, if you will, I, that's invaluable, right? I mm-hmm. you come back with with so much. I mean, I you know, my notepad and my head <laughs> is just about to pop off with all this, all these these just great ways to do things, different drills, just the thought process to really dig deep. So, just for me personally as a coach, I feel like I grew. Um, just being under, you know, two two coaches that I just respect to the utmost, um, and then the players, right? These are the best players in the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so to be able to coach them and then follow their journey, and and um, also, but bring that back to our team, right? Just think of those things that that I was able to bring back to our players and and, and really implement. And I think some of that helped too in in our transition and in, in our growth. Um, but I, you know, I'll say that first year in, in Mexico city and, you know, we, 
you know, you know those, those days, right? You, you're 30 days in Colorado and you're practicing and you, you get on a plane and you go. I, I mean, people think you're on vacation. There's no vacation. It's work. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you do get to sightsee a little bit, but it is a well old machine. And um, I mean, the first year I remember it was uh, Argentina and, and then, you know, Chile, Puerto Rico, uh, El Salvador, Colombia, and then, then Canada, right? Canada has always been a tough opponent. And, and so to be able to, to, to come out of there unscathed and, and stand on that podium and, and for them to, you know, put that gold medal around your neck and, and know that you represent the United States of America. Um, as something that I, well, I mean, I, of course it was humbling. It was emotional. Um, but I was just honored to be amongst greatness. Um, Thailand, you know, that, 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 2019 was it was different, and and the reason why I'll tell you that though those <laughs> those games, I mean, we won in overtime. I don't know if you watched. That I game. was I was actually in Thailand at the game. Were, were you? I was. Yeah, uh, oh. yeah. My my wife my wife Carly was was there for recruiting for Minnesota and okay. figured, so well, why don't, I might as well just go right. So Thailand, I'm like let's do this thing. So yes, that was uh, yes. You, you were pushed. It was it was a push down the stretch, but. I mean, Australia, South Korea, um, what was that? I think it was Hungary after that, Germany, and I'm, I'm trying to remember all of this, uh, Canada, Belgium, but then that Australia overtime game, it was 74-70. Yep. And, um, you, you know, side out of bounds, law play, right? Oh, um, that's in my playbook. It, it, it's, it better be. It's it is. I, I, named, I, named it, I named it Cardinal. In respect to Jeff Walls, say, I'm, yep, I was yep. Say, <laughs> um, but but just well executed and and just to, again, you know, I, I watch all of these players that are playing now that are doing amazing things, and it's not a coincidence that every program that that they're in and that's been you know a, a member of USA Basketball is, is having success, mm-hmm. uh, and so I. You know, to be able to say that I represented the United States, to be able to hang two gold medals, whether it be, you know, in my office or in my, my home office, but to be able to to be able to pick up the phone and, and, and make a phone call and, and reach out to whether it be coaches, whether it be administrators with USA Basketball trainers and, and just one, say thank you, but two, best practices and, and, and really lean on them if I need to, but just know that they are part of my family, right? Or I'm a part of their family. Um, it is, uh, it's special. And I know a lot, everyone doesn't get this opportunity. So I'm very fortunate. Um, and when my phone rang, you know, it's Colorado. I'm like, I don't, you know, the initial (laughs) call, I'm like, I don't know anybody in Colorado. So, you know, when Carol Callen called, I'm thinking like, you're Carol, (laughs) you know, you know, And, and just to see where she is now with FIBA and, just, you know, couldn't happen for, for a better person. So um, it was such a great experience. I, I mean, Thailand was beautiful. I mean, Mexico City, I, you know, I'd been there previously, but I'd never been uh, to Thailand. And, and it was it's a place that I would definitely love to just go back to. But uh, so many memories, so many, uh, you know, new new found relationships and, and, and just to be amongst greatness and to build the relationships that I have been able to build through USA basketball. Um, I'm just completely grateful and, and honored to be able to have that. Yeah. That's good stuff. Um, you've been really gracious with the time. I'll get it, get you out of here really soon. Uh, oh, but no I'd be worries. remiss to, if I didn't talk a little bit about off the court stuff. So yes, not that we've got that much off time outside of basketball, <laughs> but 
Uh, mm-hmm. I know, I know your son graduated last year, right? Played at Johnson mm-hmm. C. Smith. You've got a daughter as mm-hmm. well. What's, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about when you do get a chance to, to separate from basketball. <laughs> what is, what does that look like for you? Oh my gosh. Everyone who knows me knows my, why are my, my children? Um, yes, my son who played at Johnson C. Smith. So he, he graduated two years ago, but they got to walk, um, okay. last year, awesome. you, you know, uh, and so he he's down in Charlotte, as they say, living his best life, right? <laughs> um, trying to fi- trying to figure it out. But he was a business major, finance minor, so he's down there, um, and which is really cool because Charlotte is is so um, such a great city for young uh, entrepreneurs, yep. young up and coming professionals. So yep. he really enjoys being down there, and um, and most of like we when we moved to. When I went to Wake Forest, he was eight. So he's very familiar kind of with Carolina. That sure. That's kind of what he refers to as home. So I, I don't obviously see him as much. So, you know, I get to get down there every now and then. But um, he got to he got to come to our games in Charlotte. Right. With yeah. the WNIT. That's so cool. that was that was cool. And, and and spend some time with with all of us and his sister. And and so um, but just, you know, watching him grow. Uh, he, he, you know, I had him and, and basically he had a ball in his hands and, and just to see what basketball and has done for him and athletics has done for him just academically, personally, professionally. Um, and then my little princess, um, you know, she is, she'll be 16, sweet 16 on Sunday. And I won't even tell you about this, this party that we're having. <laughs> um, and she's all volleyball. <clears throat> she said, you know what, you guys can have that, okay, <laughs> that right. ball. I'm, doing it. I'm not doing it. So she is, she's volleyball, which is neat. Cause I get to be a volleyball mom. Um, and, and just be a mom, Yeah, you know, with my son, I'm like, you, you know, you gotta cut that sideline off. Like, you, you're not, you know. He's looking at me like, I was gonna say, quiet? I'm sure he really appreciates all of that. Oh my gosh. Right. I'm, a, I'm one of those, like, come on, like you gotta touch the ball. Like, what do you, oh, you know me? I'm like, ah, what's going on? But with her, I'm just sitting there like, okay, um, <laughs> good hit, right? Yeah, or, yeah. You know, I'm learning terminologies, but um, and also thankful that that I can show my players and and even be an example for my staff that you can have balance. And I've I've learned that more as I've gotten older, Blake. To be honest, um, not so much as when I was an assistant because you're, you're, you're in the grind, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're trying to establish yourself. You're working for your head coach and your program. And now being a head coach, I have, you know, I've kind of just, I'm not going to apologize for building my children in the schedule. Uh, If we can practice early so I can go to her volleyball games, then that's what we're going to do. If, if I have to go to a function of hers and, and someone, you know, another coach may have to sit in, then that's what I'm going to do uh, because we can't get that back. And as, as a young coach, um, I, I offer that, you know, I, one, one piece of advice a former coach told me, Coach Patrick Knapp, when I first, when I first started working with him, I said, tell me about being a head coach and be a, being a parent. He said, I just have one regret. I was there when my daughter was born and then I looked up and I was giving her away at her wedding. I missed everything in between. And that stuck with me, you know, so especially as mommy, you know, there, I I make time for it now. And so um, watching my daughter, she wants to play volleyball, obviously in college. She, she works extremely hard, but 
my players get to see me as mommy too. Uh, they they know about my son. They know about my daughter. I share so many so many important moments and, and facts with them. So you know they they are my why and and my family. You know I'm from D.C. So my family's very close. You know they're an hour away. They're all in the in the D.C. Maryland area. So they get to come and, and celebrate. We were just with my brother last night. He is the delegate. He's a state delegate, um, delegate for the state of Maryland. And he was a ringmaster, an honorary ringmaster at wow. the circus. <laughs> so, so we we got to we got to go there. That was pretty uh, entertaining. Yeah. Um, and and my sister, you know, she is. Uh, uh, systems analyst for F- for FDA, so she's been pretty busy with all that's going on yeah, uh, yes, in, in the world. So, family's everything, and it's the foundation. My mom and dad will celebrate 53 years of marriage on my birthday, September 7th. Oh. Just putting that shout out there for yeah, everybody. Noted. Uh, <laughs> um, Drop the PayPal link. Just, got it. <laughs> yeah. So just grounded, really grounded by faith. Um, I don't take anything for granted. Uh, I like to say thank you to all the people who've helped me, you know, sit in the seat and, and accomplish the things, knowing that I did not do this by myself. And um, I lean on a lot of people um, and, and, you know, you can't go it alone. So uh, just very blessed to be, to be thriving in it still um, and excited about it every day. Yeah, that's good stuff. Well, Coach, I can't thank you enough for, for spending time with me. Uh, I'm excited to, to see you guys this season. Uh, I'm excited yeah. to see what you can build upon. And I, I know you got, like like you said, you're still hungry, right? You haven't you haven't reached yes. every every goal you've you've set out to, nope. to get yet. So um, not yet. Not I mean, yet. Not it's yet. Coming. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm a little worried for the other teams to see what a, a motivated Delaware team looks like. But Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> but seriously, thanks so much for, for sharing your story and spending so much time with me. I, I just I can't thank you enough, and it's it's been really fun. So thank you very much. Like thank you again, and good luck to you all as well. Good luck to you. Well, thanks once more to Delaware head coach Natasha Adair for spending so much time with me. Great hearing her story, and uh, I, I meant what I said. I'm excited to watch them play. They are a fun team. They score the ball well. They're the best offensive rebounding team in the country in terms of rebounds per game. Uh, they've got. Some some legit superstars. Uh, that, you know they got a, their guard is averaging twenty plus points a game, and they can they can really play. Uh, it's it's a fun team. I'm excited to see what they do, and uh, I'll be cheering for their success. Thanks for listening to the Jump Around. Always, you obviously are listening, so you know where to find us. But anywhere where you get your podcast, we're available more or less. You can follow me on Twitter at Blake Dudonis. And uh, thanks for waiting us out. We're back. And uh, I think that was a great first episode. Um, I'm excited uh, to see who else we get on here and, and who we talk to. But thank you for listening as always. And until next time, this is the Jump Around.